Hello, and welcome back to the Houndsfield Unit podcast. In this episode, I speak with Dr. Benjamin Frank from Stanford Radiology and the current president of the California Radiological Society regarding the California Radiological Society's working to improve the language in a recent bill called AB 890 that grants independent practice authority to nurse practitioners within California under certain restrictions. In the original bill, nurse practitioners were slated to be granted the ability to order, perform, and interpret diagnostic imaging procedures. The CRS worked with the bill's authors to exclude this language from the final bill and replace it with, for radiologic procedures, a nurse practitioner can order diagnostic procedures and utilize the findings or results in treating the patient. It is important to note that 23 states and the District of Columbia allow for nurse practitioners to practice independently. There are 16 other states that currently allow reduced practice, and the remainder are considered restricted practice. Here is my discussion with Dr. Frank. Uh, kind of taking over the California Radiological Society and fighting one of these bills recently. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Correct. So um, I'm sure you're familiar with the bill, uh, AB 890. Um, and uh, yeah, it was introduced uh, uh, as a, a new process for advanced nurse practitioners to mm-hmm. um, to meet uh, national cert or to, uh, to practice uh, independently. Um, and, uh, and, uh, this was, this is something that we have, um, uh, been an issue that we've been working with, uh, for the past decade or more, uh, in California. And, um, yeah, you know, we have, we have f- in the past decade fought several times, uh, uh, specifically against, um, this type of process, um, uh, in the name of, uh, you know, patient safety, patient care, and uh, providing our radiology patients the best we can. Um, in this case, we actually didn't um, fight against the bill, but uh, worked with the authors of the bill to try to uh, improve language in the bill um, for several reasons, which we can get into, but uh, um, I'll kind of let you uh, let you lead there. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of backing up a little bit. So can you tell us a little bit about the bill that did end up pra- uh, passing and who were kind of the, the driving forces behind getting this bill uh, to the legislature? So uh, the, uh, the nurses union, as well as um, advanced uh, nurse practitioners, uh, uh, they, they uh, have a very, very strong presence in California and uh, they're very well respected and uh, for, for good reason. Uh, but they, they also have very strong uh, political presence uh, and they um, have uh, found uh, a, a very good, um, they found uh, very strong authors and uh, very well respected authors within the legislature uh, in the past few attempts at this. Uh, and, uh, uh, and they, they have very good rationale in some cases and in terms of uh, uh, trying to expand uh, access to uh, healthcare in rural communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably one of the, the, the strongest uh, um, uh, proposals out there. Um, but they also have a very large infrastructure across the United States to, to help their, their political movement. Um, uh, against 
this would be the uh, California Medical Association as well as the American Medical Association uh, because uh, it it upends our um, it upends a couple hundred years of, of medical uh, medical training and medical practice. And uh, just so I know, probably most of your li listeners are doctors or radiologists, but uh, but for those who aren't, uh, uh, physicians go through at least four years of pre-medical training, four years of uh, medical school during which they learn to understand the intricacies of, of anatomy, physiology, um, uh, molecular interactions, biochemistry, uh, and then tie those to all the diseases that, that they, they manifest uh, into. And so uh, uh, that's followed by a one-year fellowship, or I'm sorry, one-year internship, followed by at least four years of residency, followed by, in most cases, uh, one or two additional years of fellowship. So we're talking 14, 15 years of doing nothing but studying um, uh, diseases and, and the diagnosis of those diseases. And uh, it's it's hard to replicate, or it's impossible to replicate uh, that. Uh, and the role of the physician extender has has in the past been one of um, a select you know group of tasks or or something like that. But when our when our radiologists look at images, they look at them through the lens of uh, uh, you know they look at a CT scan and they need to know you know. This patient may have come in for X, Y, and Z, but they could have additional diseases that are cancer or inflammatory um, diseases or autoimmune diseases or infections. And so all of those play together. And it's not, it, it, it's something that, uh, like every physician would say, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's not just the, uh, the complaint that the patient's coming in to see you about that you have to address. Sure. And, and so you kind of hit on it there, the, the motivation behind it, uh, at least what it on the surface is to expand care and reach these rural communities. What do you think the motivation is behind specifically in this bill originally and the, and the language that you, your, the California radiological society helped remove, I think regards their interpretation of certain imaging studies, correct? Yes. So, um, yeah, so we were able to work with the authors to um, remove the word interpretation and uh, replace it by uh, uh, suggestions, but a, an indication of what a scope of the nurse practitioner um, might be, which is to definitely uh, order imaging and and uh, and uh, use the information that's, that's in those images, um, but the the interpretation of those or what uh, you know the the final. Um, uh, reading uh, of what those images say uh, remain in the radiology camp. Of Which course, is... can't explicitly say that, but uh, we, we certainly did uh, provide um, uh, this, uh, some, some uh, additional language there. Yeah. And the CRS feels, uh, or I guess, how did they feel originally about the language in the law versus what eventually got passed? Well, certainly the, the initial language uh, essentially uh, stated that uh, with, you know, with the uh, infrastructure that was being set up, which was, uh, uh, which amounted to uh, kind of a, um, a three-year 
um, uh, on-the-job training uh, that that uh, uh, that the interpretation could be rendered straight by the by the, uh, uh, by the uh, nurse practitioner, uh, and that uh, and that really took the place of, of a radiologist. Mm-hmm. And so with the, what eventually got passed, uh, basically the nurse practitioners are, are unable to, to interpret imaging? Well, what, what uh, the language that I got passed was that, uh, uh, I'm sorry, let me just find a language really quickly. So that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, that that uh, a nurse may uh, a nurse practitioner may um, uh, can order diagnostic procedures and utilize the findings of the results in and treating the patient, um, and then it goes on to further talk about clinical laboratory procedures, so blood tests mm-hmm. um, that those can be interpreted uh, by the by the nurse practitioner. Yeah, yeah. And so, we felt that that really. Um, uh, not only it, it really protected uh, our patient population um, and and really makes sure that our our radiology um, that our radiology procedures are um, provided by specialists who who uh, really understand all of the dynamics of of uh, patients' uh, medical needs. Um, furthermore, you know, as you point out that, the underlying premise of, of delivering care in, in rural communities, um, uh, whereas it may be uh, you know quite applicable to to some specialties for radiology, um, teleradiology is probably the you know the, the by far leaps and bounds ahead of any sort of other telehealth, uh, and there is no paucity of uh, specialties specialists and and uh, expertise um, available at any hour of the day absolutely, uh, and uh, we can uh, uh, we can provide uh, uh, the, the kind of depth and knowledge that the, the patient deserves. When you approached the nurse practitioner group, uh, was that kind of the language you used to, to convince them that, hey, you know, you don't necessarily need to be able to interpret? I believe in the bill, it's, it talked specifically about mamma, mammography and ultrasound. Um, I don't, I'm not sure that if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, that there was specific language about more advanced imaging, such as CT and MRI, but when you went to them, did you say, Hey, you know, teleradiology can clearly and easily cover all of this. I, that was certainly one of, uh, one of the points, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we, it, when we worked with them, it did, uh, and, and I have to say, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the bulk of this work and and, and the the real strategy of this work uh, is uh, formed by a, a lobbyist who has been our executive director now for a couple decades, and uh, he has provided us tremendous um, guidance in these areas, and and we're very very lucky to have that kind of level of expertise. Um, and, and yes, it was it was that yeah we we kind of we don't see the need, and and in in all. Um, honesty, they didn't see the need um, either. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at least we were told that their intent was, uh, you know, far from uh, from that. Uh, but the language was muddy, and um, it didn't. Uh, it it sure sounded like it uh, it could go downhill or a slippery slope very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings the other point of you know why would we believe that that's not uh, their intent to to take over radiology? Well. 
Um, we all know that, that uh, there's a lot of data in, in those images and um, uh, unless a, a patient, uh, I'm sorry, unless a practitioner wants to expose themselves to a high level of malpractice, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they, they tend to, only specialists that read those particular types of studies tend to, to choose to, to read those. Uh, you wouldn't, I, I am in a, something called nuclear medicine. Uh, I know nothing about breast imaging. I would not want to, to look at a mammogram, even though, um, you know, I've, I've seen plenty of them in the training and such. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, so anyways, I, I think that it's, you know, they, they were, they were uh, honest, but our, our concern is not so much, uh, you know, their intent, but, you know, the precedence that is mm -hmm. always set and, uh, uh, and, and this is a, a national issue and, um, other states are looking uh, at this and, uh, uh, and are, um, you know, and, and want to be able to, uh, uh, you know, ha carve out a, 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 you know, good care for their own patients. And, uh, uh, and so, yeah, that's uh, there's a whole host of, uh, of questions, but certainly that, you know, um, I, I think it's always been our, uh, approach at CRS to really work with um, uh, legislative staff uh, on these issues, and um, and rather than flat out oppose, we uh, by opposing bills, we find we have a no voice in um, actually fixing mm -hmm. um, the issue mechanically. So you you like you alluded to, other states considered these bills. Certainly, California is not the first to pass a bill similar to this. What uh, advice would you give to members of other state societies uh, on top of what you just said, you know, approach it from a, how can we make this better rather than just direct opposing it? Um, what, what advice would you give to those people? So, uh, so again, that's number, number one, two, three, four, and five. It would be <laughs> that one. Uh, that now is the time to take a, a practical approach. Mm. Uh, this is an issue that, that's, that has been um, developing over a long time. But um, what's brought it to head is, you know, the, the severe lack of access of care in rural communities and, um, and the pandemic, uh, you know, the, there have been, well, you know, regulations bent uh, every which direction to accommodate uh, practitioners of every level being able to practice at the, the top of their license and, uh, or beyond. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, in the U.S., this is a Political issue and um, the the, the uh, favors and the, the the public or the the public uh, favors um, or, or an uneducated public favors um, uh, favors access to care over um, over necessarily expertise per se. Mm -hmm. um, however, so number you know uh, along with that, then educate. Uh, your cons your constituency as much as possible. Uh, your uh, find ways to um, to have these conversations with patient groups and uh, patient advocates before these <laughs> kinds of uh, bills uh, uh, come to the floor. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and I think there's also a, a real uh, a real discussion going on now at the uh, uh, the board levels, you know, the medical board levels about, you know, we, we do need to be vocal about what does it mean to be a, a physician and, and what is that the training and, and why, why is someone who 
uh, is board certified or board eligible or has completed a residency, why, why, what is our value? And uh, we need to make that value proposition, um, but not at the 11th hour. Yeah, uh, we'll be yeah. a little bit uh, more proactive instead of reactive on these sorts of things. Exactly. Um, so kind of switching gears a little bit, how do you think these bills apply to radiology assistance? Um, and did, did your, the bill in California specifically apply to, to RAs? No, so it, it doesn't. Um, and it really only focused on a nurse practitioner path. Um, in California, I wish we had RAs. There is no, um, uh, we have sought for quite a while to, to, to uh, uh, make a pathway for RAs, uh, but that requires uh, someone in the, in the, in the state uh, licensing area to want to like consumer um, uh, protection or consumer uh, licensing area to actually want to take on that amount of work. And um, it needs, it takes money and it takes basically uh, someone to, um, uh, someone to appropriate that money. And until now we have not been able to find that. Uh, we have plenty of practices who would, you know, who would very much like to support that. Mm -hmm. And we see that as a, a great way to, for um, uh, physician provider, uh, phys physician extenders to work, you know, directly with physicians and, and have a, a very um, synergistic relationship uh, uh, rather than some sort of adversarial one. Yeah, absolutely. We don't want to antagonize the people that we rely on to help us. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a role for each, uh, both a physician and physician extenders in medicine um, and absolutely. certainly value to both. Uh, but yeah. you have to be a little bit careful how you approach it and exactly who's allowed to practice what sort of medicine. Yeah, exactly. And under, you know, our own practice, uh, well, in and many academic practices as well as community practices, um, there are um, physician extenders, including nurse practitioners, uh, including in, in my own practice. Uh, um, but we, you know, we work as a team and, and there's this uh, specific, uh, you know, a group of uh, diagnoses and tasks that we, we work together on. And uh, there's, there's not a vacuum around uh, an individual practitioner. Um, so, absolutely. Um, looking back at what the bill that ended up getting passed, uh, is there uh, anything you guys would have done differently um, that may have may have given you a different outcome, or are you pretty happy with what ended up happening? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we of course we would have loved to have uh, dictated word by word uh, what uh, what was placed in that bill. Uh, the best we could do was to um, make some suggestions and then ultimately um, uh, keep, keep our fingers crossed and, and see what came, what, what, the, what the final language was. Uh, I'm very uh, uh, appreciative uh, to the, the, um, the sponsors of the bill and uh, for allowing us to, to work with them and, uh, and work constructively. And, and I'm very, very, um, uh, you know, very appreciative of our uh, our lobbyist uh, Bob Ackerman, who uh, has used his decades of knowledge to make sure we uh, we stay ahead of the curve. Um, you know, uh, we were 
we took a lot of heat uh, from uh, both the House of Radiology as well as the House of Medicine uh, for this uh, for our approach uh, uh, because we broke from many many years of mm-hmm. uh, of, uh, of complete opposition you know, to this to this concept and uh, it, it was a, a practical. Um, a practical move and one we felt we we had to do and at that this at some point one has to realize that um you know that, uh, that doing falling on one's sword uh doesn't uh help uh your patients so right and at the center of all this is the patient and it seems like the momentum is definitely for passing these sort of bills and trying to uh, like you, as you said earlier in, increase access to care um, even if it, uh, to a, to a lay public, it may not necessarily be in their best interest always. Uh, very true. And it'll be interesting to see, uh, what the outcome is, uh, in the past when these have, when these types of, uh, movements have, have, uh, gone through in other States, um, the access to care has not actually not panned out shifted mm-hmm. <laughs> much if at all uh and so then that you have to wonder you know what you, what is the the purpose and what are you know where where are we going and what's the motivation and uh you know and i think we really do need to do uh, a much better job of of uh discussing what you know <laughs> what doctors do and uh and keep it uh keep that fresh in the mind of the minds of the public because uh, you know, we, we can be uh, characterized uh, as just the expensive, you know, uh, mm-hmm. person you go to and oh, you can go, you, you know, you could go down to uh, the, the, the large HMO place and, and see someone else and then get the same care, but that's uh, not necessarily true. Absolutely. Uh, my last question for you is, do you have any good resources for, for young radiologists such as myself and the, hopefully the people listening uh, on how we can be better educated about uh, these sorts of things and, and how, do, how do we approach them? That is a great question. And so uh, this is actually something that is only um, only started the past couple of years, or not, probably next five years, um, where the American College of Radiology has really focused on what happens at, at the local level. Um, and so there's the um, there's a network of, of radiologists within each state uh, that uh, focus on these local issues. And um, and if you know there's anyone in California, please, uh, you know, um, email me and uh, and I can uh, uh, I can put you in touch with our our representatives in that area. But uh, the state, you know, the, the, the ACR has, has really focused on the national issues for a long, long time. And um, those, that's where the action was uh, with funding and Medicare and all those mm-hmm. things. And, uh, but payer issues happen at the regional level. And also, uh, as you can see, uh, licensing issues happen at the local level. And this is something that uh, I think there's going to be a lot more movement in, uh, at the local of the ACR. Um, each state is starting to put together uh, kind of uh, vignettes of, of over the past, you know, past several years as these bills have come up, how have we addressed them, uh, uh, you know, what has been the outcome, uh, and um, those are all being put into a central repository so that anyone facing any kind of um, 
uh, any kind of legislation or uh, anything that uh, they want, they're interested in addressing, uh, can pull from all the states, uh, all that uh, information in a single place. Uh, and I think that that's a great, um, a great resource. Great. Thank you so much uh, for your time today and, and for enlightening us about this important issue. And uh, if you have any last comments or anything, um, be happy to hear them now. If not, then uh, thanks again. Uh, nope. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to, to speak with you and uh, really uh, the young professional group uh, of which I can no longer <laughs> be a part of. Uh, it, you don't you know, look it. We will, I'll just say that since no one else can uh, see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, you know, that it really, um, yeah, it can't be overstated how important um, uh, young radiologists are uh, in, a, in a field that is definitely uh, one of the most dynamic now in, uh, in medicine. So, uh, I, we Thank you for listening to another episode of the Houndsfield Unit Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and make sure that you rate the podcast so that we can know how we're doing. Thank you. Thank you.